Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. By the way, I like hearing from small business owners and their employees. Let's talk about your business on this podcast. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's stories, the youngest hires right now are being pressed into action as managers earlier than ever at large and small businesses and a service that aims to find a name for your baby. Those stories after this. This human resources professional is crushing it thanks to Kronos. And this is his hype song. You can fall back with the pack. I'm a leader pack. I've got HR, payroll, talent, and time. I'm on the top, top, I'm gonna rise up. Now we are engaging all the best people. Last off to the front of the field. This is Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. Michigan is one of the best places in the country to do business, but you don't have to take our word for it. Take Evan Lyles, CEO of Roush Enterprises, instead. For the people that are involved in product development, there couldn't be more unique and exciting opportunities that are really going to shape the future of the, of the world. It's a really exciting time to be in Michigan. Big things are happening in business here. Find out why by searching Michigan Pure Opportunity. Today's college students are learning at a young age what it takes to be a manager since many new grads are finding themselves promoted to unfamiliar management positions earlier in their careers at both large and small businesses. At the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School of Business, the How to Be the Boss course teaches the gritty realities of managing. Wall Street Journal reporter Chip Cutter paid a visit. Chip, what's going on? Yeah, so I actually went down to Wharton uh, to kind of be a fly on the wall in this course, and this is a class that was launched in January, and it's uh, really targeted to undergrads, and the idea was that a number of students are graduating from college. Within two years, they're now suddenly managing people for the first time, and they have no idea what to do. So this course is meant to, to help them through that. That's kind of an underlying story in and of itself, isn't it, that uh, folks with just like two years' experience are suddenly becoming managers? Well, it is, and it's happening in a lot of tech companies, for example, that are growing and suddenly need managers in new areas. They might appoint someone who's still pretty fresh, and at consulting firms where this is part of the path, where you, you spend two years and now you suddenly are, are supervising a couple of other people. Uh, but it's, it's really difficult to manage, and a lot of people just aren't prepared for it. A number of college courses are oftentimes structured about how to work in teams or how to work with colleagues who are your peers versus supervising, which is a totally different beast. Yeah. I know there was, uh, I think it was a young woman in your story who said she was surprised, I guess, or perhaps disappointed how you're really managing people a lot of the time in a supervisory position and not so much projects like perhaps you might have in your other work world. That, that was it. Uh, one of the kind of big lessons of this course is that managers are not super employees, that you should not be expected to do all the tasks that you previously did when you were an individual contributor somewhere, and now suddenly you're managing all these people and you have to do that as well. The course has tried to emphasize you're a manager, that is your full-time job, and that's what you need to focus on. Uh, but it touches on a number of different lessons from how to manage older workers to how to deal with sexual harassment. And uh, there was even a pretty funny part of the class when I was there when they were talking about how to handle someone who has BO. One of your employees smells, another employee is complaining about it. What do you do? Yeah. So so what did the professor do in this case? The, the students kind of worked on small group scenarios of how they might handle this? They did. I mean, part of the course is doing role play 
scenarios. They do a lot of lectures or some guest speakers, but role-playing is part of it. Uh, so, for example, the, the, the BO uh, case, uh, students had far, you know, a, a big range of different reactions to that. Some felt that, you know, uh, it, there, maybe there was some kind of depression linked to it, that they should kind of probe and try to figure out if there was something underlying that hygiene issue. Others felt they should bring a candle in. There were just a whole range of responses, and so the professor, Peter Capelli, really had to say, you know, handle this pretty sensitively, but he had a whole kind of checklist for how students should deal with it. Um, and there were a bunch of other cases like that, just kind of unusual situations that might come up in the course of a manager's day and trying to get them uh, to kind of think about that, how to respond to all this. We're speaking with Chip Cutter, reporter at The Wall Street Journal. He's got a piece entitled, Like a Boss, a college course for first-time managers. And he paid a visit to the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School, where they're teaching this type of stuff to undergrads. This is not an, uh, an MBA class. Um, how about uh, managing older workers, um, You know, folks who might be as old as their parents? Right. Well, that's it. This course is largely taken by people in their 20s. And so, yes, they will be exper- will be managing much older workers. And I think the lessons there was, first, don't make any big changes quickly. When you're appointed into a supervisory role, it's really important to take some time to kind of feel out the dynamics of the team. The, the second piece is to also just listen to those employees. He, they have more experience. They might have ideas for what the team could do better. So I think, uh, you know, that was the kind of overarching message to all these students is to really be careful in these situations. Don't come in with a bunch of uh, orders and suddenly start changing things around. Really focus on what's happening to the team and go from there. How, uh, how specific is the class, or did you notice, because you referenced these boundaries to being a supervisor um, versus some situations that just have to go right to HR? Right. Well, um, the professor emphasizes that, that managers are not therapists. They're not there to kind of handle every issue in an employee's life. Uh, and so there were some situations, for example, that just had to be referenced to, referred to other groups. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I think that was, that was a big, uh, big piece of this, is just making sure the managers know they don't have to do everything. Students found it uh, helpful, I presume? Uh, most of them found it kind of really kind of surprisingly helpful. Um, there was one student who said she had even changed her own behavior as an employee after going through this class. She was uh, working at a student credit union. She's a sophomore at, at Wharton or at, at Penn. And she, uh, she said she was CCing her boss on every uh, email that she sent. She wanted to make sure her boss knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. And the professor in this course said, actually, that really annoys bosses. Don't do that. And so as a result, she's, she's tweaked her behavior. Um, but it's just, it, I think this is, this is helpful information, even if, you're, um, even if you're an experienced manager. I mean, some of the lessons here um, are, are, are really interesting. Um, one I like is uh, Peter Capelli, the professor, advises that uh, managers buy the first drink and then go home. In social situations, they need to be reminded they're, they're not you're not a peer. You know, you're, you're, you're a boss, and it's a different, uh, even, even in social situations, that, that, that should be handled differently. Thanks, Chip. Wall Street Journal reporter Chip Cutter. More after this. As a business owner, your employees expect you to have all the answers, right? What if you don't? What if you could turn to a group of business leaders, though, in your area for valuable business advice? I recommend you check out the Alternative Board, also known as TAB. By the way, TAB's advisory boards have helped owners and CEOs of privately held businesses for close to 30 years. As a TAB member, you'll meet once a month with local non-competing business leaders to discuss important topics like sales, marketing, hiring, and more. TAB members also get expert one-on-one business coaching. A current TAB survey showed that members had a higher average sales revenue 
than privately held businesses, better work-life balance, and smoother day-to-day operations. As a business owner, you can get the support you need now. Start by finding out if there's a tab board seat available in your area. Go to my special website, thealternativeboard.com slash yourmoneynow. That's thealternativeboard.com slash yourmoneynow. We know that naming a baby can be a daunting task for today's parents, racking their brains for the most perfect and unique name for their offspring. If you're stuck, fear not. UPI says help is available from a startup company called Future Perfect. With packages starting at $100, the company started by two moms who met on a playground and bonded over their kids' unique names, will help find the perfect moniker for your soon-to-be-born child. For 100 bucks, you get the Riff package, which includes a 15-minute name-storming session via phone, while the $350 The Works package features a 15-minute consultation that leads to a list of 10 suggested first names and 10 suggested middle names. The website promises that Unlike the subjective opinions friends and family members might give you, their advice will be neutral, unbiased, and tailored to your needs. Running a business is hard work, but getting the right insurance coverage for it doesn't have to be. Geico Commercial Insurance makes it easy to get excellent coverage so you spend less time worrying and more time growing your business. Geico Commercial Insurance offers great coverage like general and professional liability, business owner's policy, workers' comp, and so much more. Go to geicocommercial.com for more information and to start your coverage today. That's geicocommercial.com. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website this morning with GordonDeal.com. That's also where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. Send me an email, gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Publicity for you, inspiration and tips for others. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. Thank you.